0: I'm going to do my best not to knock over the baptismal. Good morning. Would you bow your heads with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we just praise you and thank you so much for bringing us all together. Lord, we just ask that in this time you would open our hearts and open our minds so that we may grow closer to you. We ask all this in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. A center run by Roman Catholic sisters, welcomed children whose families were homeless, families with no addresses. One day, the sisters took the children to the Jersey Shore. The three- and four-year-olds scrambled up the sandy dunes, falling and giggling their way to the top of what must have seemed like mountains to their little legs. When they got to the top, they could hardly believe their eyes. Water as far as they could see. More water than they had ever seen. They slid down the dunes and ran to the ocean's edge. They chased the waves that teased their toes. Then they went off for a picnic in a nearby park. After lunch, they begged to go back to the sand dunes. One little boy named Freddy outran the rest and climbed his way to the top he looked out and turned to the others and shouted, It's still there! In Freddie's short life, so much had disappeared. Even the ocean could disappear over lunch. When I read this story, a sense of sadness and loss came over me. These families that were having such a hard time, and had no place to call home. They had suffered so much loss, which caused the little children to second-guess the permanence of everything around them. We were all children once. For some of us, it was a little longer ago than we'd like to admit. But nonetheless, everyone starts as this little being with a fresh mind and a sense of innocence? In a psychology class I took, I learned some really awesome things about how babies and children develop. And honestly, those things have helped me to relate to my children during their stages of growing. One thing I learned was about a thing called object permanence. I know, it's fancy. Now, by no means, at all, am I an expert on this, but Jan Lanham in the early service told me I was right. (laughs) Object permanence is something that babies develop over time. Object permanence is the understanding that objects continue to exist even when they cannot be seen. Objects continue to exist even when they cannot be seen. That even when one leaves the edge of the water, the water still exists in the same place. For some time, babies do not realize that when they cannot see something, it does still exist. So say baby and mom are playing in a room together. Then mom leaves the room for just a second. The baby then whines baby then believes that mom is really gone. We know that mom is just in the other room, but the baby actually experiences a loss of their mother. When the baby then sees mom again, the baby experiences relief and happiness. After the death of Jesus, the disciples were much like three-year-old Freddie running to the top of the sand dunes to see if the ocean still existed. They ran to the tomb to see if Jesus' body was still there. Their object permanence was being tested. But unlike Freddie, who found the ocean at the top, Jesus was nowhere to be found. They experienced a deep sense of loss, a loss that was so real for them. But then, but then Jesus appeared to them. Jesus appeared to many. That sense of confusion and loss of somebody that they held so dear started to fade. They experienced the same satisfaction of little Freddy as he reached the top and let out a sigh of relief. It's still here. Jesus is here. A sense of peace and wholeness came over them. And that brings us to our passage today. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in all in his name to all the nations beginning at Jerusalem you are witnesses to these things i am going to send you i'm going to send you what my father has promised but stay in the city until you have been clothed with the power from on high when he led them to the vicinity of bethany he lifted up his hands and blessed them While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Before this moment, the disciples were confused and not completely aware of what was going on in Jesus' story. They had a flow of ever changing emotions, and that wasn't about to get easier. Jesus opened their minds so that they could fully understand the scriptures so that they could truly understand the death, resurrection, and now ascension of Jesus. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them. He was taken up into heaven. Jesus ascended to heaven. He was carried up right in front of the disciples. Again, Jesus was gone. The disciples could not see him any longer. The author who shared the story of Freddie, Barbara Lundblad, she was a professor at the Union Theological Seminary in New York. And she concluded this short story with We are older and wise enough to know the ocean is there even when we're not looking but we're not so sure about other things. We are scrambling up the sand dunes, trying to find a place that will hold. We are constantly looking looking for permanence in our lives. This is something that the disciples absolutely did not have. Permanence was something that was definitely tested in the lives of the disciples. Lundblad continues, Jesus' disciples must have felt the earth slipping beneath their feet at the thought of being left alone again. It had been a roller coaster ride of emotions since they followed Jesus to Jerusalem hope, fear, death, and then the unbelievable presence of Jesus, no longer dead, but alive but they knew he couldn't stay. They knew he wouldn't stay. Indeed, Jesus speaks as though he is already gone. These are my words that I spoke to you while I was with you. But isn't he still with them? His words must have seemed very confusing. Then Jesus opened their minds to help them understand the scriptures and interpreted the meaning of all that had taken place. He had done the same thing with two disciples on the road to Emmaus. The disciples then had an understanding of why the event of Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension had to happen. He opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. Jesus had given them clarity probably didn't make the process of losing Jesus all over again any easier. But the passage concludes with a glimmer of hope. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. We do not have the same privilege the disciples had of physically walking side by side with Jesus, of hearing his voice speak parables into our lives, the privilege of journeying with him during his ministry here on earth. Because of this, we often resort to our childlike mindset. Our object, permanence, is Does something really exist if you cannot see it? Does Jesus truly exist if he is not physically standing in front of us? We become like children again, running up the sand dunes, searching for the edge of the sea. Only when we get to the top, there is nothing physically tangible in front of our faces. We do not physically see the never-ceasing ocean, causing us to let out a huge sigh of relief, like Freddie. It's still here. No, we are left seeking. We are forced to seek and have faith in someone that is not physically permanent. For some, this feels impossible. How can you believe in someone you cannot see? That's nonsense, right? For other others, it's a far-off dream of someone that could or could not be real. God may or may not be real, but someone must have created all this stuff. But for some, faith in the unseen comes easily. Faith in God is permanent. Jesus did not just leave the disciples high and dry. He didn't say, here you go, understand the scriptures, peace out, I'll see you later. No, Jesus leaves them with a promise. He says, see, I am sending upon you what my Father promised, so stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high from on high. What is that? We know from reading the book of Acts that this is a reference to the Holy Spirit. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Acts 1:8. Barbara Lumblad has an awesome way of describing the Spirit. This is the same spirit that rested on Jesus at his baptism. The same spirit that anointed Jesus to preach the good news to the poor and freedom for the oppressed. The same power from on high would now now be given to the disciples and by extension to us. And by extension given to us. But once again... The Holy Spirit is not something that we can touch. Permanence is tested. Though we cannot see the Spirit, we can see where the Spirit has been. Look at Jesus, and we will see where the Spirit has been. Jesus' feet carried him where others wouldn't go, brought him to tables surrounded by odd companions, Gather children on his lap and question the disparities between the wealthy and the poor. Lundblad says as she challenges us to look hard for where the Spirit will be found. And if we look, it will be found. Though Jesus was leaving the disciples, they were not being left alone though Jesus is not standing physically right in front of us, physically directing us down a path, we are not alone. God does exist even when we feel like we cannot see him. We do not suffer from object permanence any longer. When we run up the sand dunes in search of God, we will find him. We will find him in the laugh of the children at play on the shore. We will find him in the grace and mercy of people helping homeless families. We will find God in the grains of sand that are unsteady beneath our feet. And when we run to the shore with confidence that we are not alone, with confidence that God is indeed with us, The Holy Spirit will meet us. We will be filled. We will experience God. Though Jesus left, we are not alone.